Westford on Sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. Now, there's been a lot of talk this week about the potential legacy of the women's football team qualifying for a first World Cup. If they want to know how not to capitalise on success, they only have to look at what's happened to women's rugby in recent years. And the women's team suffered another major setback today with the news that their captain, Nicola Friday, has retired from international rugby. Uh, Murray Kinsella, rugby writer with the 42.ie, is with us. Murray, Nicola Friday is only 28, captaining her country. What's going on that she's made this decision? It is a stark contrast, first of all. You're absolutely right in that sense. But her statement says she's looking to focus on her career. Um, she pointed out how much of an honour it is to captain her country and how it has been. But it, And she says a natural end to her career. But it probably doesn't feel like that to the rest of us. She's only 28 She's a key player for Ireland, obviously. She's coming into the prime of her career. She's been outstanding with Exeter in England. So it's hard not to have a sense that because things have been going so poorly for Ireland, um, that maybe that's influenced the, the the decision. And, of course, if Ireland were a successful team, you can imagine there would be more temptation to, to play on. That's not to doubt for a second that she hasn't put her heart and soul into the team. I think anyone who saw any of the post-match interviews with Nicola Friday after the games would have seen how much it all meant to her, but... It must be exhausting being captain of this team, given the the poor run results and the fact that there's controversy seemingly around the corner at, at all times. You know, during this Six Nations, she was answering questions about whether the RFU is a sexist organisation rather than the games themselves. So I'm sure that doesn't make it a an enjoyable place to be. And and that's the sense. It, it never looked like, I suppose, that experience that players dream of when they're younger, captaining their country. And this is the second time this has happened, really. You know, the, the previous captain, Kira Griffin, she retired from the role at the age of 27, and that was late 2021. So, so very recently, she said it was to to put her family first, and absolutely, again, that's that's a massive part of it. But clearly, there's a there's a bit of a trend here, and it's a cause for for further concern. What has gone on over the last 10 years that Ireland can go from a position of winning a Grand Slam in 2013, getting to the semi-finals of the World Cup the following year, in anticipation that a World Cup was going to be held in Ireland in 2017, to now? losing their captain twice in the space of two years and facing into a rather grim prospect of playing in the third tier of women's rugby? Well, everyone else has accelerated and Ireland just didn't over those 10 years that you mentioned there. They, RFU is putting investment in now and they're doing their best to catch up, but the interluding period or intervening period is where the damage was done. And Ireland weren't at the World Cup last year and we anyone who watched it would have seen the quality of that competition and and those nations worryingly continue to accelerate. One of the other big issues has been the the domestic game and the structure of that. And if we're talking about Nicola Friday, last year she was offered, from what we understand, a contract to come back and play rugby in Ireland. And a lot of people have focused on the financial side of this, but actually for a lot of those players based in England, that wasn't really the, the main thing here. It was just... They didn't feel they were coming back to a domestic game that was structured in a way that would allow them to develop and progress as players. And and most of them decided to stay in England, which I suppose was a damning indictment of of what's been happening back here. And again, there's been talks after talks about organising that and restructuring it, but it hasn't quite resolved yet. And and that's a massive 
part of it to, to get right over the next year. Listen, it's worth pointing out there are good things happening now. The Ireland under-18s who played last year were outstanding. Today, actually, the first ever Ireland under-20 women's team is travelling to Italy for a, a week-long camp with, it, with Italy and Scotland, and that's brilliant to see. But you want to have a, a prosperous uh, national team that people can get behind and support and aim to, to be part of as well. So there's still a lot of work to do. And that's the worry is that others have accelerated and are a distance ahead of Ireland. As you say now, they start in WXV3 against the likes of Kazakhstan, Fiji, Colombia. They're going to be playing in October in, in a tournament in Dubai, but also either Italy or Spain, who at the moment probably have stronger teams in Ireland as well. So even promotion from that is, is no guarantee. So it is a really tricky time. And to be honest, Nathan, it's kind of hard to see the the one step that's going to get him out of this rut. Um, Have the leadership, the Murray, of the leadership of the IRFU spoken about what's happened in recent years, and particularly even if you look at recent months and the the experience that is leaving the camp in terms of the players uh, from Nicola Friday, her previous captain, Kira Griffin. We see that the team manager, Alana Gattinger, is leaving. She'd only been there for six months took over from Gemma Crowley, who'd also just been there for six months. And also the team has no head coach right now. Greg McWilliams left after that poor Six Nations campaign. If they're trying to start from the bottom up, they're in a very difficult position right now. They sure are. And that's a concern that the head coach appointment hasn't yet been made. That was in May when the RFU said they're doing a, a search for the best possible candidate, that they had a good budget to secure the best candidate they could, could get. Speaking to them today, that process is still ongoing and you just have to look at the job and wonder how attractive it is to candidates out there, given what's happened with the last few head coaches who've come in and probably haven't furthered their reputations and probably damaged their coaching reputations in terms of further developments after this this role. So it is going to be tricky to to see what happens there. Um, In terms of what they've said, they've asked for, for time, but as you say, it's been... 10 years really of decline. There's no arguing with with that. And the other point in all this is that the sevens, the mm. women's sevens team are, are progressing and developing. They've qualified for the Olympics. That's a massive achievement for them. But even those who are integrally involved in the system in Ireland, if they're being really honest with you, they'll admit that running sevens and running 15s and having both successful is going to be really difficult because the player pool is not yet at the level where you can have two really strong squads. So, again, that's another issue to to be ironed out uh, among many, Nathan. Because it is easy to sit here and be critical of their IRFU, and there are plenty of reasons to be when you look at the amount of issues that have cropped up over in recent years. But the fact remains, there's only 3,000 female adult players in Ireland. A lot of them, and is it a case that a lot of the best young players are being funneled towards the Sevens game? It probably has been, but I think with that under-18s team going well recently and the under-20s, that'll, that'll help refocus young players' minds on, on 15s. And this is really a 15s country. I think the opportunity for sevens is going to Olympics and, and having a big achievement. And that is that is what creates legacy. And that's what those players who put their heart and souls into that will be, will be aiming to a, a achieve. But 15s is the traditional power, I suppose, in Ireland. And I think people want to see the focus tilted back back towards that um, and obviously the, the best place you get to is having a big enough player pool that you can chase after both but really at the moment um, 15 is probably suffering a, a little bit because of that and my sense certainly from everything the RFU have said on and off the record in the last while is that the will is there now they probably recognise that it hasn't been good enough and maybe the will wasn't there in certain quarters 
it's just a case of figuring out how to catch up quickly with the with the other nations. All right, thanks for that, Murray. Up next, we'll get the latest on the Open Championship. The last word on sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie.